bit. We can sing. Okay. <laughs> Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. I can't hit that note. Yeah. <laughs> we tried. Very nice. This is the Make America Grape Again podcast, produced and recorded by Cody Burkett, the Arizona Wine Monk. In this podcast, we explore wines from all 50 states in the United States of America. Uh, greetings and salutations. Welcome to another episode of the Make America Grape Again podcast. I'm your host, Cody Vladimir Burkett, uh, the Arizona Wine Monk. I'm here with an entirely new crew for this episode. Uh, if we could go clockwise and introduce yourselves. Hey, I'm Tracy Dempsey, Isla Bonifield. Dina Rabato. Chuck Dempsey. Could you say it any quieter? Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we're talking New Jersey. Got here. What does he call his winemaking or his winery? Logan? Logan. Well, Logan. So. Wait, may I yes. see the reference papers? Of course. Um, I would like to also say thank you to Tracy and Chuck for hosting. Yeah. Yes. Our little uh, ODV for my record for the record is pretty much my favorite bottle shop in all of Phoenix. Thanks. Uh, the only other one that comes anywhere close yeah. is uh, Hidden Track. Uh, other than that, uh, any other bottle shop in Phoenix is, in my opinion, not worth your time. <gasps> that is a bold statement. Wow. Cody likes wow. to burn bridges. Wow. They're not hiring me, so they're not here right now. They're probably not listening. Why do they care? <laughs> That's yeah. true. If they you are, edited then, the uh, port podcast, you right? Like, what? So you edited that port podcast, right? Like, Maybe. <laughs> took we'll away see. my Cody damaging statement. So. <laughs> so this oh, is the cool. packet that came to me. I do little Netflix pairings. Um, yes. So, so this is a, a really cool idea, actually, I think, of uh, pairing wine with movies and, and music and songs. So we're going to start out with Logan's Orange 2016. Oh, uh, this is an that? orange Maldacena. Uh, where's that tech sheet for it? Ah! So wait, let me get a little introduction to the winery. So I guess Logan's Red is the name of the winery. Yeah, look, here, I've got the introduction letter. Okay, if okay. you would read. Hello, Dina. Thank you for being a part of my exclusive LC Premier Wine Club. I know you've been waiting patiently and getting thirsty. As promised, enclosed, you will find a nice selection of my delicious boutique wines here from New Jersey. Also enclosed, you will find wine profile sheets to go along with each of the wines. Followed along nicely with my personal recommendations of food and movie pairings. Hope you enjoy these wines with your friends and family. I would love to hear your honest feedback, <coughs> Cody, on all the wines, likes, dislikes. Thank you very much. I look forward to hearing from you again soon. Enjoy and God bless. Cheers, Sal Menino. So for the record, we're also going to be calling Sal here in about uh, 20 minutes. So we'll be able to talk to him directly on his influences and also the challenges and and triumphs of winemaking in New Jersey. Now, these are varietals that I never would have thought to grow in New Jersey. Uh, this wine, first off, uh, is 100% Malvasia. And this is an amber wine or an orange wine. Uh, which terminology do you guys prefer? Because there's a lot of debate. We use orange, mm -hmm. orange wine. Yeah, I've always said amber. I was, amber? I was really down with amber. I've always said yeah. amber, and the reason why is because when I had one in the tasting room back when I used to work for Passion, and we're like, oh, so this is made from oranges? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And then I know that the folks at uh, Natural Disasters, Marissa and um, what's his name? I can't Ooh. remember. But the, the folks at Natural Disasters have made a, a a point of calling it skin contact white wine, uh, oh, which that's, is that's a yeah. mouthful. It that's is a mouthful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's usually what I say. Yeah, it's true. You oh, do? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Just for mm-hmm. e- immediate clarity. Yeah. Speaking of which, people have been bitching that we're not cheers in the oh. beginning. Uh, cheers. So, Salud. Cheers. Salud. It's and then we'll cheers again at the end, like again. I always do. But people are like, why didn't you cheers at the beginning of your podcast? The color on this is very vibrant. It's so much darker than most of the amber wines I've seen from Aldosia overall. It's this rich apricot shade that, oh my goodness, it's it's a beautiful color. How much time but, is there skin contact? Uh, um, yes. Hold on, let me uh, read this here. This Malvasia went through a 30-day maceration while fermenting in a concrete eight vessel with skin, seeds, and stems still intact. Cherish and enjoy this rare, unique, aromatic, textured orange wine I made special for all of you. Cheers. No, 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 that's, that's Buddhist. I was doing Eastern Orthodox. Oh. The Eastern Orthodox Shanti Chant. Not Shanti Chant. So what do you... Shanti Chant. What do you respond with after you give the... Ami. Ami. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's almost got like a Madeira quality to the Yeah, smell. I can see that. Yeah. It does have a little oxidative reduction, but it's not... Super reduced. Again, it's about what you would expect for an orange wine that you haven't decanted. I would like to revisit oh, this one. I think at oh, the very end. I yeah. meant to bring decanters. I am a terrible human. It's okay. I Look usually the bucket. No. We we got plenty of lovely decanters. Decant all the time, Dina. <laughs> so sorry. Well, let's hang on to that. Yeah, this needs to be uh, decanted yes, first. Okay. I love it. But it does have a little bit of floral quality, um, sort of like apricot pith, a little bit of orange zest, orange blossom. Minerality, but it's different from the minerality I'm used to. It's, it's hard to pin down. It's not like limestone. It's um, it's not granite either. It's a little bit more musky. Funky in a good way. I mean, it's not really funky funky, but... No. It's a slight, almost a salty. Funk. Almost salty a little bit. Keith recommends pairing this with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, interesting. Do we have a little Spotify? Uh, well, we, oh. we can't put it on the air because I don't have the, the music rights, obviously. Oh, we are, okay. We try. So next up is going to be Logan's Rosé. Who has the check sheet for that one? I have it, the Garnacha Rosé. If you could read that for me while I crack this open. Let's see, there's a lot here. On the process, it was a whole cluster pressed, barrel fermented, aged a new world French oak for 25 days in a concrete egg vessel and finished in stainless steel tanks. This is 100% garnacha, sourced from New Jersey and produced and bottled in Pennington, New Jersey. Alcohol in this one is going to be 13.8. And we're going to get a lot of excitement as we drink this. What uh, music and movie pairings does he recommend for this guy? Scorpions! Scorpions. <laughs> I, I love it. Scorpions, Motley Crue, Dr. Feelgood. Oh, yeah. I don't know well, any of these. I feel like I'm a horrible person. You definitely are touching the rim person. of that. Party women have tried to fix me since I was born. <laughs> That's entertaining. Did you never, did you never catch wow. me sing with that, Margo? This is very aggressive wax. Margo Reed. I, no, I, it's apocalypse proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah, wax is apocalypse proof. I pulled the cork out and the wax basically reset. 
<laughs> Rest in peace, Miss Margot Reed. So hold on while I uh, uh, fix this here. Um, the movies that we're supposed to be what are we should pair with this Deadpool two. Oh, Avengers, Infin- Infinity War, Baby Driver. Oh. Wow, you guys all know this. Here, well, I know Baby Driver oh, and I know wait. Deadpool too. A Star is Born was the last one? Okay, that works. Yeah, I didn't talk about the, the Maldicia movie pairings. <laughs> Star is Born or John Wick 1 and 2. With the orange? With the orange. Okay. Netflix. I like that. I'd go ahead with the stars. It's a very selfie. So good. Yeah. Okay. Grazie. The nada. Sorry, again, the wax is so aggressive on this one. It that, is uh, huge. I like that she pink said. and black, though. The color is, again, vibrant. She's pretty. Ooh, it really is. Very that nice. is The nut. nose is gorgeous, too. I'm like, whoosh. Very floral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like um, mint, hibiscus. Oh. Hibiscus. Uh, big hibiscus. That's surpri- oh, thank you, yeah. That that is big, surprising. big hibiscus. Surprisingly floral. Yeah, mm. this is more flower than flower. The flowery. This there is more, yeah. wow, can't fucking talk. <laughs> what else is new? Uh, more flowery than a lot of the Arizona Grenache Rosé. Mm. It's like the pink, which is their standard ISO Arizona Rosé that you can find in most restaurants and stuff. Um, this is completely different. It's much brighter. It is. Very, very floral and tense. Mint, honeysuckle, I like jasmine. I, yeah. I like it. Honeysuckle. What was that? I said I think I like it. Can you say that a little bit louder? I think I like it. It's a little bit for a Long Island. Yeah, Long Island <clears throat> is a nice place. Yeah, that little bit of effervescence. Like, you know what this reminds me a lot of? Vino Verde Rosé. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It is that crisp. What do What do you think? I agree. It's pretty refreshing. Look at the strawberry now. Yes. Totally. But not totally ripe. It's just kind of on the verge of it's going to. It's getting there. It's yeah. Be that beautiful. Like strawberry. white strawberry. Yeah. There you go. Uh, or mm. white cherry. So he's saying like, oh, lobster. So he's saying like lobster tails, salmon, mahi mahi, fresh cod. Oh, spiced duck. That okay. With I would the rose. Get with that. Yeah, a light. Uh, yes, he says spiced duck. Follows. No, that's a Pinot Noir. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading the wrong. I well, read I want a spiced duck with this. I will read the I was I, like, <laughs> these, no. You like, wait a minute. I'm like, I wouldn't be different. putting a lobster Yeah, this tail. is not a, for me, a spiced duck. I no, don't think so. a light, a lighter, nothing. Happened. Maybe Chinese, maybe Peking mm. duck. Maybe. How about uh, a margarita pizza? A yeah. A, some soft cheeses, definitely can see that. Grilled wait, seafood. you're saying margarita? Margarita pizza, pizza oh. margarita. Um, steamed clams, maybe mussels, also simmered in garlic and white wine. I'm not crazy None about the None of those mussels. are working for me after reading this. The shrimpy shrimp. <laughs> it's like fried shrimp, like a shrimp po' boy. Like mahi. Oh. A shrimp po' boy picnic. With duck? Maybe, with this, I think. Because yeah. when oh, I think yeah. a good, a good rosé should always be, in my opinion, a great picnic one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, or barbecue yeah. wine. And I, yeah. I just, for some reason, I'm thinking, like... A shrimp po' boy from Popeyes, or that you made yourself, and just chowing down on this. Or some pickled shrimp and ooh, yeah. butter, ooh, crackers. Yeah. <laughs> there, there it is. is. <laughs> a lovely pate. Mm. A cheeseburger. A cheeseburger would be great with it. No mm-hmm. kidding. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, if you want to be heavier, you could do like uh, pork, uh, pork chops that have been mm-hmm. uh, marinated in garlic, olive oil, and rosemary. With cannellini beans on the side. Mm. <laughs> mm. 
I have to say I like this better than the the orange Malvasia. Yes. As much very, as I love Malvasia, this is really that in is the spot. A huge it's statement for drinkable. Cody. Yeah, y'all know yes. my obsession Cody's with Malvasia is bay. Although I will say, <laughs> ultimate bay. Okay, so we're gonna go around this, and we're all gonna take part. You already know where I'm going with this. Yes, I do. Kill Mary Fuck with grapes. Yes. For me, kill Concord. Fuck Malvasia. Because, you know, her and I would have a great little thing. Yes. Marry Sagrantino. I would marry Sagrantino. So wow. Long. All right. You're marrying Sagrantino? Okay. That's a new one. Not, that wasn't the original It wasn't an original one, but the more Sagrantino drink, the more I'm just like, this is a grape that I could settle down and spend the rest of my life with. Do you, remember, do you remember my choices? Um, I do, but we'll cuff. go in order. Okay. So, Tracy, you're... No, you're... I pass at this moment. That's okay. <laughs> no, they have to think. This is what I'm That's saying. They, this okay. is not like a... When you have your answers, feel decisions. free to be like, I have them. It's a big And statement. blurt out and interrupt. What about your I list? I think I need to think about it, too. Okay. Yeah. Dina, since you're the only other person that's... Do you remember? I remember um, the Mary. You, Nebbiolo. Yeah. But I don't remember the other two. You know, my kill was Zinfandel specifically because it creates white Zinfandel. Mm -hmm. and, but I do love a really good Zinfandel. Like, so my secondary kill is Carignan. Carignan? Yes. No, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Carminier. Oh, Carminier. Carminier. Okay. And Why is that? Um, it just smells like cat urine to me so hard. Like really all the time. Like never not that. Okay. It's always cat urine. So, no. I can't do it. What's my other one? That was marry and kill. Oh, oh, we know who my boyfriend is. The fuck one. The mister. The mistress. The whatever. Okay. Do you not remember this one? I don't. I'm We're sorry. We're not friends anymore. Okay, It's over fine. now. I'm just, uh... <laughs> Take my, my life. It's a good one. It's a difficult question. It's Tanat. Oh, that's right! You're dead to me now! That's right, because Tanat was my original Mary. Yes, it was. That's why. It's so That's good. why I was surprised. Yeah. Okay, okay. Do you know that I remember the first time I ever had Tanat was at the bar? Casimir's? Casimir's? Okay, it gets named. So, we, I don't know. At I'm the bar. At the bar. I just, I mean, I'm okay with it. I don't but care. I just make sure. So I celebrated my CSW there with a Slovenian amber wine and steak. I was, uh, yes, it was. drinking A Heart of Darkness by Bonnie Dune. I think so. It was that. That. That was the great. Okay. I was like, Dude, I am in Sal, love with I gotta this tell line. you this. Not so much wax on your bottles, okay? Oh, to. Because uh, this is getting ridiculous. Carbonic mass? Yeah. Well, wait, don't you just. I tried that with the. with the Garnacha Rose and look what happened. Boom. <laughs> I just pulled right through and left all the wax. It's Sorry. Quite hard, isn't it? That's what she said. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So next up is the 2015 Pinot Noir. Dina, you have that text sheet. Oh, I do. Could you read that for me as I struggle with this bottle? All right. Pinot Noir, Salmonino, New Jersey grapes, the birth of the blend, the varietal, the situation, France, Burgundy region, produced and bottled in Pennington. I do want to know that, that all the grapes are from New Jersey. I thought just one bottle. So the music is David Bowie. Let's dance. Okay. And okay. China Girl. Okay. Oh, or Hendrix Fire. So, Pinot Noir was first planted in what he calls the Logan Block back in 2009, along with the Nebbiolo and Montepulciano. 
Tempranillo, Dolcetto, Monastrel, and Sangiovese. Give me a break. That's a lot of grapes. In Jersey? Yeah. I'm so surprised. I wonder how close to the shore he is. Probably Let not. Let me look this up. Um, we can ask him when we call him here. In a few well, minutes. I just wonder... Because, you know, when you think about, like, a Sonoma Coast influence or, like, like sea smoker. Pinot Noir is actually pretty commonly grown on the East Coast. Well, that's what I encountered I... it in a lot oh, of states that I tasted. Big, rich color. Pinot Noir has a reputation of being notoriously fickle, but can be brilliant if grown in the right terroir. That's what it says <laughs> on the back. Oh. So, uh, tell me a little bit more about that production method, if it uh, <gasps> has anything. Yes. Where am I looking? Oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's I'm with you. Yeah. Movie oh, parents. Beetlejuice. Oh, and Beetlejuice. <gasps> you guys, do you want to go? We should have done this in my theater. Oh, my God. We did not think this through. I like doing things for the moment. I know, but... So I, my house has a tiny little cute makeshift theater yeah. right now with, like, level Breakfast couches and, and a little popcorn machine. So he doesn't uh, talk about how he aged it or... Uh, no, I was wondering where y'all were reading that, because that didn't have... I uh, mentioned it uh, under Maybe the geology the section. Is okay. it on the bottle at all? No. What? Sherlock Holmes 1 and 2. Oh, I think it's just on this one. I can, right here you oh. go. That is nice. <laughs> so I also nice suggest carrying his rope 1, which Gary would flip his shit because he's like, I'm not pairing Star Wars with Pino. Bro. I hate Pino. <laughs> Hello, Gary. Very Pino esque on the nose. So does he hate yeah, Pino for real or is he it does. like a sideways thing? No, no, no. He, he, he does not like Pino. To be difficult. Really? Like yeah, Gary does not like Pinot. Not even once. Rarely, rarely. He is, out of the many Pinots he's tried, he said he's like two, and I was present for one of them. And, and it was a, literally, you could see him go, holy shit, I actually like a Pinot uh, moment. Hmm. What was it? What did you say? What did uh, you say? He's only liked two Pinots. But you don't know which ones. Well, number one was one that was we podcasted with. That was episode five or six, which was the Brewery oh, Barrel Reserve. Um, and the other one was one from Burgundy, I think. Cherry Cola City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cherry Cola. Super, uh, what's the word? Earthy, a little bit of wood, a little bit of forest floor. Right. It, it, it's, 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 it's very, it's Pinot Noir. It's a very it's Pinot Noir Pinot, yeah. which really actually is pretty unusual for the Pinot Noirs that I've tasted from the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. Which are normally very musty and sour and disjointed. Mm-hmm. I haven't tasted this one yet, but, but you get that disjointedness also on the nose, too, and I'm not getting that disjointedness on the nose. Now, no. I would totally do the spice duck with this. <laughs> I would. That would be delicious. Yes. Now it's a little bit sour production. and light yes. mm-hmm. for a Pinot. It's not exactly my favorite Pinot. Yeah. Yeah, I like my Pinots a little bit more like my women, a little bit more full-bodied. Full-bodied, sure. sure. You don't think oh, It's kind of full. Not I feel like it's Compared to light. a few other Pinots well, I've had. It's it's Just medium body. Spectrum. You, you look at it, you'd uh, expect more uh-huh. than you're looking yeah, at Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's got a little more color. Than yeah, there. it's nice. I think it's nice and light on its own. Yeah, it's a good summer peanut. Yeah, yeah, good summer. Good summer, for sure. Where did that third cork go? There mm. it is. And it's a 2015, I think? 2015. Nice. I feel like this would have been better a year ago. I think it's ago? aged a little bit too long, mm. personally. But I like my pinots a little bit younger. Um, unless they're it's burgundy, surprisingly because dry finish. Pinot is mm-hmm. burgundy. Pinot is just in a league on its own, and I just can't compare with anything. No. I just use it as reference, like for how warm or buttery, yeah. how much mellow lactic. Mellow lactic. Yeah. 
Uh, by the way, when we're done, I want everyone standing on, on this side of the bottles. Oh, you should have done pre, because you know how my eyes like started to get too... <laughs> <laughs> Here they go. No, just... Is there any information about um, aging barrels? I know. No. Not on the Spino. If I had to guess... I do. If I had to guess, I would say oh. American, because I'm getting the vanilla and coconut and a little bit of dill that I would associate more with uh, on the palate. Probably uh, why, I like, why I like it. I really like the dill. I like it. I, I'm getting an, a, a definite American oak um, vibe from this, but we can up. ask him when we call him here soon. The ending is a little bit disjointed, yeah, but uh, overall, it it's a good duck. solid Pinot. It's one of it the is. better Pinots I've tasted coming from the East Coast. Because it's hard. I mean, we don't even get to who produces a single varietal Pinot in Arizona. Uh, there are three main producers right now. Four, sorry. Who is uh, Sonoida Vineyard, not crazy about their Pinots. Uh, this is an order of preference, by the way. Right. Uh, Sonoida Vineyards, Saculum Cellars, oh, Del Rio okay. Springs. I didn't realize Best Pinot I've tasted was a barrel sample that was just bottled, uh, and it hasn't been released yet. He's going to be bottling it here in a month. Great Garnerman's, 2018 Ooh, or 2017. I think 2018. Pinot. And a blind tasting that we did, I honestly thought it was a New Zealand Pinot. Ooh. Like something from out of Marlborough Pass or uh, one of the more mountainous areas in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was just like, what? This is this is yours? Very this is Arizona? Yeah, what the fuck? Love that. So, yeah, you need to get that in if you can, if he'll let you. You you need to meet with Greg anyway. Yeah, we do. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's got great wines. I almost brought great an extra wines. bottle for you from his, but I ran out of space. I'm it's funny up. how that happens. Uh, actually, I pretty much have run out of space in my wine cellar, but I also mm -hmm. kind of ran out of space in my car. Mm -hmm. That happens. Uh, but you and him should make a meeting. So, uh, ah, there we go. Oh, that's a nice cracking, yeah, cracking sound. Nice sound. So next up, we got the Vortex. Oh. I'm assuming that this is the order in which these should go. You don't want to read it? No, you did such a great job earlier. He's got the voice. You know, but but you don't you get can... to hear a lot of words. Okay, fine. Oh, He's yeah. like, you get to read <laughs> the Tempranillo then. No oh, are we? There. You're pouring it right now? Uh, not the Tempranillo, I'm pouring the Vortex. Oh. What is the blend on yeah, that? Grenache, Grenache. Grenache, Nebbiolo, Multipulciano, and Mervedra. Oh. <laughs> so, there's only one rule of thumb I have for Mervedra in Arizona. Uh, is that more Vedra is better than less Vedra. <laughs> But this is from. Uh, but this is obviously from um, New, New Jersey. Jersey. New Jersey. Joy hey, I'm drinking here. Do they say Jersey? It does say it's grape more source. Like Jersey. Do you have grape source Jersey. on your pages? Like, so grape source again, New Jersey. We're yeah. all bridge and tunnel so, people in the so end of it. So they are all from Jersey, I believe. <laughs> my dad's from Jersey. Oh. Okay. So is my grandmother. May I have a touch Joycey. to do a rinse and then? To get that water out. Okay. Um, so nice. my grand, my <coughs> paternal water, grandmother water. was from New Vineland, Jersey. That's like a southern. They were like farmland people. I overport you there, but yeah, whatever. you did. No, so anyway, I mean I don't. Yeah. So I'm the exact driving. percentage blend: forty percent Grenache, thirty percent Nebbiolo, twenty percent Multipulciano, ten percent Morvedra. What are we getting, guys? Well. Let's see. Let's see. Dirt. You can be dirt. honest. Dirt. Good dirt. You know what? It's dark. 
It's I definitely the get dirt, the, the leather, the plum, the whole. Sure. Maybe Dark this should have been the very last one. Sorry, we guys. could no, side. Okay. We could do I don't like. Know. We have tempered yeah, just yeah. Stick, yeah. stick it to the right because I feel like. Yeah, yeah this is one that needs open. needs a little bit of air. We got more glasses. It should open a little bit. Yeah, it's extra. Oh, here I was showing her. Sorry. <laughs> the cork keeps. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, wait, he has his Instagram it's on. on the cork. I'm going to Instagram cool. it. Yeah. <laughs> he has it on. Are his... that, is that how all of them are? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's smart. Yes. Yes. Yes, queen. I okay. missed you. I missed you too. Glasses. Oh, thank you. So we're gonna hold off on the vortex for a moment because I think uh, I made a mistake in pouring that one before the tempranillo. Okay. So I'm gonna pour the tempranillo next. Okay. And while I'm cracking this open, uh, Isla will read the text sheet. Oh yeah, I have tempranillo. Okay. Let's see. So we have the grapes are sourced from New Jersey. Um, tempranillo is originally from Spain, Rioja. Um, Alcohol is 13.8 on this one. Uh, the music parent is the Beatles. Which song? Imagine and Twist and Shout. Okay. Well, I Wait, Twist and Imagine is not the Beatles. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's John Lennon. Lennon. It is. You're right. We need to, we'll have to make a note of that. Well, Lennon. we can tell him when we call him here. True, true, true. Well, yep, I don't know if he it's made got it, to be. Anyway, and Neil Young. Which uh, song by Rock in the Free World. Okay. Yes, uh, yes. That's his song, at least. Okay. okay. I, it's not the first Neil Young song I think of when I think of Tempranillo. No, but nonetheless. And Radiohead Creep, classic. Oh, like yeah. That. I like that a lot. Um, so this... I would go like with Buena Vista Social Club or something. Okay, yeah. yeah. But then again, we haven't tasted this yet either. So. Yeah, we haven't tried it, so we'll, we'll put a pin in it. But um, this was planted on the Logan Block 2 in 2009 with um, Pino, Sangiovese, Nebbiolo, Montepulciano, Dolcetto and Monastro. Dolcetto. Um, it's high elevation and it's on their North Mountain Ridge behind their property. I wonder what they uh, define as high elevation. I know, I'm yeah, curious what the true. elevation is for sure. Um, <laughs> what is the elevation? See, it's where all their Italian Spanish varietals are. And it reminds him of the vineyard hillsides in France and northern Tuscany. Um, let's see. He says it pairs well with wild game, lasagna, pizza, barbecue, any grilled meats, uh, followed by a side of Italian stuffed Romano peppers with fresh grilled Ooh. vegetables. That one. Yes. That one. That um, just sounds good in general. Let's see. And the movie parent, the Netflix, is, is. going to be Ozark. Okay. The movie is going to be I The Goon. So I like that. And The Karate Kid, the original. Ah. 1984. <laughs> Rebel Without a Cause. With James Dean, Natalie Wood, okay, and Spaceballs, which that is one yes. of my top favorite movies ever. So Spaceballs, Spaceballs like the wine. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be really fun. So Jersey resides at or less than 500 feet above sea level. Oh, okay. From sea level at the Atlantic coast and Delaware Bay, the land rises to the northwest of the state. New Jersey elevation map, courtesy of maps.com. So it'll be about 480 feet in 10 years. Hmm. That's true. Welcome to Global Warming. <laughs> any com uh, uh, does he have any comments on the uh, making process? I don't see any on here, unfortunately. Can we talk about the egg, though? Because that's been a thing yeah. with everybody lately. It, okay, we can talk about that. It, it seems when like, a, is it a revisit. fad? Or? Yes and no. Basically, the egg is kind of the modern take on amphora. Uh, the eggs are usually made from concrete, 
Uh, and you kind of get that same sort of oxygenative aging mm -hmm. that you get from neutral oak, um, but mm -hmm. without any chance of oak character whatsoever. Hmm. Um, Dos Cabezas does it for a lot of their whites, mm -hmm. for example, as, as an Arizona example. Um, I think the college has one too. I think they do. But I could be wrong. So, okay, Tempranillo. Let's not throw a Tempranillo tantrum here, guys. None of that. I like it. It's really sad. That is the first time you've ever said that. Cherry juice on the It's the first time you've ever said that. Is this it? it? Is, what's that? Oh, is that your oh, Pinot Noir? No, right. That's your Nebbiolo? This is that Tempranillo. Okay. It's very subtle. Whoa, wait. Is this Tempranillo? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's woody. Yeah, definitely I'm getting American oak. It's uh, that sort of real hostile aging. Yes. Musty. For such a historian. Um, they say, or he says, hints of warm leather with a nice finish of plums, figs, and a side of Twizzlers, which I like because I don't know if they're red I could probably get the Twizzlers. the Twizzlers. More of a Twizzlers myself, but there's room huh. for everyone. It is big and smooth. I it's like that. big, it's smooth, but I'm Aggressive. not getting much excitement from it, I'll be honest. Am I smelling the same wine? Yeah. I, mm -hmm. it, it's aggressive in my nostrils. Yeah, it's a little aggressive. It is, it is uh, oak forward. For sure. uh, mm -hmm. Very oak forward. The fruit is there lurking, but it's not overt. Maybe like a little overpowered oh, by is, the... Yeah, I could... I don't know. I need you know? a cigar with this, honestly. Let's do it. Sure. Did you leave the cigars sure. on the couch? I left couch? the cigars at the on the couch. Uh, this is a, a definite cigar one, which is... Cigar, thing. cigar food, for sure. Yeah, this is... Because it's, you know, it's, it's big, it's heavy. It's, it's big, it's heavy. It's a um, I feel like I would need a good cigar to cut that oak. To balance, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. once that oak is kind of balanced, I bet there's going to be a lot of fruit character that comes through on this vintage. But True. I'm just not seeing it other than a little bit of strawberry. Like you. strawberry twizzler. Yeah, strawberry is the first uh, tasting note that they mentioned. Strawberry cherry. You know, he actually says barbecue right there, and I might mm -hmm. agree with it. Yeah, I yeah. think barbecue. I would, yeah. yeah. You need that smell. Heavy yeah. smoke. Yeah. We're not talking yeah. Carolina barbecue with the vinegar and all that stuff. Burnt ends and pieces. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is uh -huh. Texas style or Tex-Mex yeah, with yeah. a lot of mesquite. Yeah. Or palm sure. wood. For sure. Um, I could really get with that. Yeah. Uh, it's, again, not my favorite, but it's still good. No, it's, yeah. Um, surprisingly it's surprisingly good for a, a, an East for Coast Tempranillo. It's probably the best Tempranillo I've tasted east of New Mexico. Yeah. I'm, I've had yeah. one or two Texas Tempranillos that just were kind of... I don't think it does very well out there. Is yeah, there a honestly. deli nearby? I feel like we should go get some cured meats. <laughs> there, are you kidding? I mean, no, there's not a deli nearby. It's <laughs> such thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know what's happened. I've been in Cottonwood for three years. I just got back, and boy, are my arms tired. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I love the paint job, I have to say. Thanks. Since I've it been last, great. I feel it's been yeah, painted, this... and like it's gorgeous in here. What, you said you're open 11 to 3? No. 10 to 4? We have weird hours and days. We're open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 10 to 3, 10 to 5, and then 10 to 4. Oh, sweet. And then speak, Those are great hours. And we have speakeasy hours, too. Because we're in yes. the kitchen, so people can come yes. through the back. You want to shop privately? Here you go. Yeah. Oh, it's your spot. You can do whatever you want. There will so be at least... Well, I can only take one bottle of meat this time. Exercise with Cody has a problem. No, I, no. Well, I, I have a problem with we buying and hoarding wine. Well, he came with a case to my house. Although, to be so. fair, that case is for other people. Oh, okay. Chorizo. 
Say the rosé and the Tempranillo are... We haven't had the Vortex yet. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm just saying, so far, I'm geared toward these two, and... Um, the rosé uh, is my favorite so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting to revisit the Malvasia. I love dry um, wine, though, so... Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not a bad Tempranillo. It's just, if I want a Tempranillo that I'm going to sit and sip, this is not it. No, it's heavy. Yeah. This is a... I'm going to pull out... Uh, I actually have this the cigar pairing in mind for this. Uh, Roma Craft Neanderthal Knuckle Dragger uh, is what I would pair <laughs> with this. That is the name of the cigar. That's awesome. Wow. Or the Aquatane, which is that same blend in line but a little bit smaller. I've been called all of those things. You've been called an Aquatane? No, no, that Neanderthal <laughs> Knuckle Dragger. Because <laughs> I'm used to snowboard. Anyway. So uh, we're going back to the Vortex now that's had time. Are we? we'll I feel like it's been a minute. Are we all fives? Hold on. What yes. did we do? One, so two, this, oh, the orange. Yeah. So, Vortex. Uh, <clears throat> this is my first series of my Logan's blend, the Vortex. All these varietals are growing on North Mountain Ridge, Logan Block, A, B, and C, and my property here in Pennington, New Jersey. It took so much vision, research, and hard work. Please, for the love of God, use an Oxford comma over the years to make this possible. Let alone some of these varietals that I'm growing is nearly impossible to grow on the East Coast, but I made the impossible possible. Please, for the love of God, use commas. Thinking outside the box was my biggest friend throughout this artistic venture. Having the love, vision, and confidence of all my crew, family, and friends. So all of these grapes apparently went through a 45-day extended carbonic maceration. felt like it needed that like After ambient, the but it turned it went from yes. religious to like little mermaid real fast so 45 day extended carbonic maceration <laughs> submerged cap fermentation <laughs> aged eight months of new world french oak submerged cap fermentation how do you okay wait, wait, go new back world wait, french wait, wait. yeah i gotta think about that maybe there's something that down. there's no, an maybe. oxford there's com- something missing yeah like a, a down new world and french oak yeah I love that word. Actually, Amber word. Oh, yeah. Please use punctuation on your tech sheets. Yeah. 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 Might have been a typo. Yeah, maybe it was just an autocomplete or something, and, and it added. Maybe people sure. took trees from France, planted them, made barrels. I, I don't know. Uh, then four months so of concrete egg, and then finishing stainless steel. I wonder huh. who he gets his barrels from. Like, what's the East Coast barrel situation? We like can out ask here, him I know. When we call him here in okay. a few minutes. All right. Fine. <laughs> I have the list of Keep your questions shit. in mind. We, we, I that. I have not eaten today. I... Would you like some snack? Well, well, we don't. Let, I was gonna say let's, let's order a pizza, but yeah, sure. Like <laughs> juicy. Very. Oh yeah. That definitely is that carbonic coming through. This is a really fun, interesting red. I can't quite put my finger on it. 
It is interesting. A little smoke. A little smoky, a little mulberry, a little anise, which surprised me because <gasps> I normally I normally associate anise with Wilcox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's to me really? like it one. Is. I get that. Anise is totally like that? one of the big characters that when yeah. I smell it, I mean to think, oh, Wilcox. Oh, for ABA. sure, for sure. Like uh, Calibrium black pepper. Uh, if Arizona could have a terroir yet, could it? How old Arizona, are we? Arizona has terroir. It, it has terroir by default. It, it doesn't have to. I mean, different places have specific terroir. I mean, if you want to say Algarve, like and maybe we're speaking about like for Arizona, then maybe Calibri would qualify if we believed in Grand Cruz in the U.S., which we don't. Um, but it definitely deserves <laughs> its own AVA. There, I said. Shouldn't it. we worship soil? I don't know. Some soil is great. Actually, I'd like to see more some about soil the is soil. Great. Grape. Um, what I else are like, we getting in this one, by the way? I would like to see more about the soil on the tech sheet. I agree. Yeah, the black pepper, obviously. Yeah, that's it's really nice. I want a little bit of mint. Tech sheets. A little bit of forest floor. <laughs> oh, wait, it's this one mm-hmm. he has, I think. Oh yes, Here. this is the Tempranillo yeah, yeah. guy. There we go. Yeah, it's the vortex. Oh, the kissing booth and Stranger Things. So I've never seen Stranger Things. Oh, I like things. the music pairings. I could see you this pairing either? with Stranger Things really well, actually. Yeah, totally. Because it's good and it's complex, but it's kind of spooky. Mysterious. And mysterious. Yeah. Just like Winona Ryder. Yes. I get Winona Ryder. Like that. Yeah. It's cute. So She's what are amazing. we doing? Does oh. she age? <gasps> I don't no know. I'll ever know. I'm pretty sure she doesn't. So this says Rolling Stones painted black, but I think he means paint it black. Paint right. it. Yeah. Because that is my favorite, one of my most favorite songs ever on the planet by Eric Burden and the Animals. Yes. Okay, and then we have a little tool here. A <laughs> little tool here. Which tool song? Vicarious. Never heard it. And 46 and 2. So I'm okay, going to guess Vicarious is say, on like 10,000 Days or Later because I stopped listening at I'm going to say something very controversial here. Do it. will get me a lot of flack. Let's do it. I like Maynard's wines better than I like his music. Oh, that's... Interesting and strange and that's cool. Not what I mean, I I'm the same with way. some exceptions. You're cute. I'm the what same did she way? say? She's dipping out of this part of the conversation like a sly little doggy. Uh, no, that, okay, that's all so I have to say. She's I am. I am definitely a fan. Um, we know that Sal is a fan. Yeah. He displays it. Yes. Very now that openly now, on his Instagram. Now, when I so, say that, I'm not saying that Maynard's music is bad. By no. any stretch of the imagination. No. He would probably appreciate what you just said, right? I just prefer his, his wines, wines right? over most of his music, with the exception the same way. of some of his Perfect Circle stuff and Bussifer stuff. Totally. Oh. I love Grand Canyon. I love uh, his song about the Verde Valley and the Verde River. Which yes. I cannot remember the name of that song no, for life me. Um, Polar Bear is a good song. But when it comes to some of his tool stuff, I'm just not a huge fan. And They're that's all okay. very different, Well, though. I feel like maybe if you were, like, you know, 15 when it came out, like, we were, like, I don't know. You oh, are you calling me young? You are. You're but it's okay, chicken. but so am I. I mean, we're all at our own. Says the youngest person at the table. I know. I love that about her because I think she's <laughs> the same age as me. And then I remember I'm 20 years older than her, and it, like, makes my head spin. Now, again. Because I met you when I was her age. Uh-huh. I will say... Well, maybe I was 26, actually. Anyway, that's it's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Maynard's music is bad by any stretch of the imagination no, no. or anything of that sort. No, I'm just no, saying no. I tend to like Maynard's wines more than I like his music, which is also partly why but I created the meme that I did. 
where oh, it's like waiting, I saw it. like waiting, waiting two decades for a new two album, uh-huh. waiting the next year for the next Caduceus finish. Yes. Yeah. So are you Caduceus? Are you Merkin? Or are you Hidden Hand? Oh, all of the above. Yeah, I'm Pretty a Hidden Hand above. person yeah, yeah, yeah. with that Tempranillo. But some of the Merkin stuff and then some of the Caduceus stuff. I opened I that 2014 the Caduceus Hidden Hand a few months ago. The, Merkin whites? Sure, sure. But I like it was some gorgeous. of the Merkin reds more than It was than delicious, the and I couldn't no, drink like, anything after. Yeah. Although, really, like, legit, I've never like they had, had other bottles, and I was like, I didn't like. Yeah, I like exactly. all of, I mean, you know. And you can come back did. now, by the way. It was really good. Um, that was the Albiol Memorial Vineyard for that Tempranillo. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good That's Tempranillo. I, I'll be soil. honest, if I was to compare that Tempranillo hidden hand... Ooh. With this, it would be no contest. Well, Hidden I mean, win. but I've also then that was like a what an eighty dollar well, bottle. Yeah. Yes. Mine was a gift, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm digging the vortex. I don't actually. know how much. It I, I like this a lot. Uh, vortex rose is directly Malvasia, accessibility to free wine. Tempranillo and, and Pinot, I think, are my. This order. is a good one That's, to end on, though, because it is heavier than that. Tempranillo. That's really fun. Okay, I'm gonna revisit the. I'm going to revisit the amber, and then we're going to give Sal a call. Anyway, she's here right now. <laughs> and we should get her back um, in here. So she well, she go. really did go get a snack. Oh, okay. I thought snacks were Crackers and snack. Now that we've, like, tasted everything, we're just going to, like, run back through that. And she's not going to just go over and get a package of saltines. That's true. She's going to make the crackers from scratch. This is Tracy we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. yes. I love Tracy, now, actually, for the record. Who doesn't? It's this is the I feel by the way, like I should be sued. For those of you who kept the glass, it's opened up nicely. It's really bright, like citrus character, like citrus, orange blossoms. Circle back. Uh, orange glass. zest. Almost like a Aleppo pepper. You know what? I'm... <laughs> okay. uh, a little bit of almost like a juniper thing or an apple thing. Okay. It's really okay. cool. Apples, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite meaty. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with an amber wine is that it's a... a no, no, mead. Oh, mead. Like, it almost smells like I might taste a mead right now. If I could see that, yeah. 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 It smells like... Are we repping anybody else? It smells like the Tahitian honey water from Brisket Meadery. You can say that louder. <laughs> it smells like the it Tahitian does. honeymoon from the it Brisket Yeah, it's got this big vanilla character. Yeah. From Superstition. Yeah, that's a good mead. Yeah, Superstition yeah, 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 Meadery yeah, yeah. in yeah. Prescott. Thank you. Shout out. Yeah, I like it. I do. It All has right. opened up, though. You're right. Uh, if, And then it's not that. So we're going to give Sal a call. And oh, my ask God, this is exciting. I'm going to get frisky. Um, this is exciting and fun. It should be. I, we should have done this in my theater. Let's get the next release and do it in the theater. Okay. We'll like watch snippets of the movies. Yes. I'll pre, you know? Well, yes, yes, yes. Come on. Love that. Hello. Hello. Hey, Sal. This is Cody uh, calling with the Make America Great Again podcast. How are you? Cody, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? Hi, Sal. It's Tina Roboto. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm better now, thanks. <laughs> We've finally opened these wines after all of that struggle. So we just did a, a run through of all five of your wines. Uh, I'm very impressed with these coming from East Coast. Uh, I mean, 
The Tempranillo wasn't my favorite, but it was a good, solid Tempranillo. Actually, that was closer to one. Yeah, I'm I'm a more fan of Tempranillo than Cody was, yes. Um, my favorite is probably the Garnacha Rosé, the Vortex, the original to see after that. Tracy! <laughs> Are you still there? I'm, glad, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you guys like them. So what was your inspiration between uh, for blant, um, for planting these varietals in New Jersey? Um, let me see where to start. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, uh, all these varietals were planted around 2008 to 2009. Um, and I got the inspiration uh, throughout um, traveling throughout the world all my years through college. I got to intern and work for a bunch of vineyards um, from Southern Australia um, to um, to New Zealand, to Italy, to France. Like I've been all over, probably anywhere you could think of, I've been. Um, and basically my summers off of college, I used to travel a lot. So when I uh, basically came back to the States, um, basically, that's kind of like what drove me into wine. I mean, I started drinking wine basically, you know, when I was 14 years old. You know, I used to steal wine out of my dad's uh, wine cellar. <laughs> well, I mean, you're that's, Italian uh, or you're Sicilian? Yeah, exactly. All the good stuff was in my dad's cellar. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was turned on to wine from a very young age. But, like, when I started to know, like, the process and when I started working for... Uh, vineyards around the world, just interning and just, you know, getting knowledge. Um, it just really intrigued me. To, it was something that I wanted to do, like, in my spare time. Basically, that's what I've been doing for uh, many years now. So, You know, I'm digging it. What? Why these varietals, though, specifically? I mean, most of the new, um, I almost said New Zealand, most of the New <laughs> Jersey wineries I know of are doing uh, a lot of cold weather Vinifera or hybrid varietals, things like Chamberson and Riquetsley. Um, what right. drove you towards these uh, Italian varietals specifically? Well, he's Italian. Uh, for one, um, I actually, uh, for one, I was just a fan of these wines, period. And basically, I really didn't want to start uh, any kind of project where basically I was making wines that you could find in every other vineyard that there, you know, that you can find in New Jersey, basically. Um, I wanted to grow varietals that basically were a challenge and basically uh, varietals that nobody is growing in New Jersey, period. And even on the East Coast, for that matter, I know there are a lot of vineyards in Virginia that are doing Nebbiello and some multiple Chiano. Um, but most of the vineyards in here in New Jersey, um, I think there's only one or two aside from me that are doing Nebbiello, but they're just getting started with that grape. Um, but I'm basically, I kind of figured everything out like early on, like I had the whole plan on how I was going to grow these, because obviously a lot of these varietals really can't grow on the East Coast. Yeah. They're, oh, not, yeah. they're not supposed to, but basically I literally plan everything out step by step. And I think thinking outside the box basically um, helped me out with, with most of these varieties. So. What's the elevation of your vineyard, by the way? We were wondering that, actually. Um, my highest elevation is on Northridge Mountain, and basically it's 
one of the highest elevations around all these counties. Uh, it's basically between 1,000 mm. to 300 feet, some is 1,000 to 400 feet. Because uh, I don't know if you're as familiar with the Arizona wine industry, um, but you know we're almost all high elevation out here. Um, uh, I'm very familiar with your elevation. I'm very familiar with all your vineyards, and I just want to say that uh, um, you guys are just amazing. What you guys are producing um, Thank you. are just are just phenomenal. I'm a huge fan, and I'm also a huge supporter of AVA. Um, and all the varietals you guys are growing out there. And one of the things I love about your wines is basically they're unique and they're different. I will say that's it. Sorry, that's continue. Basically, that's, that's okay. Um, so basically, I just wanted to say I'm a fan, and uh, like I said, I'm a, uh, a member. I've been a member for three years for Caduceus Stellar's Parking Vineyards. Um, no introduction needed for MJ Keenan, obviously. Right. Uh, he is just phenomenal, everything he does. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I'm more of a fan. I mean, I love his music, but uh, I'm more of a fan of him and the wine. That's thing. legit what oh, Cody yeah. just fucking said. Like, I literally said that like just before I called you, actually. <laughs> and everyone was like, ooh, controversial. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I really love his... Uh, He's a big inspiration for everything that I've done out here as well, aside from all the other training I've got around the world. But he's a huge inspiration for a lot of the wines that I've been making out here in New Jersey, and they've been really making a big impression. So, Now, is there anything like the Arizona Vineyards Alliance in New Jersey for New Jersey wines? Actually, there is. Yeah, and I'm glad you asked that question. Um, I'm not a part of it. Um, I've actually only met... Um, one of the gentlemen that's actually um uh he's actually on the list for the uh it's called the winemakers co-op association so if you go on instagram they have instagram they have a website they have uh um, facebook as well um you can see like basically they i think they started in 2015 and Mm -hmm. basically um they consist of i think five different vineyards um there's William Heritage Vineyard, Unionville Vineyards, Working Dog Winery, and Bonaduce Vineyards, which is in Pittstown, New Jersey. Okay. And all of these vineyards are phenomenal, and I'm very happy that they finally come together to work together as, you know, winemakers and to actually, you know, kind of make, you know, we're kind of making our mark here in New Jersey, so to speak. But it's actually nice to see winemakers working together and to kind of push New Jersey wines as a state instead of working together than working against each other. So mm-hmm. that's a very good thing. What yeah, are some of the big challenges of uh, growing in New Jersey? What's that? I'm sorry. Sorry. Um. He's eating. What are some <laughs> of the bigger challenges you face uh, growing grapes and making wine in New Jersey? Like we know heat is our big issue here right okay um well basically um mm. i think i think the, i think the rain is one of our biggest downfalls uh we get we get a lot of rain especially like through the summer we'll get like a you know all through the month of june like sometimes we'll get like you know nothing but rain um, and then obviously the humidity um 
humidity, mm -hmm. rain, and then you get, um, you know, a lot of moisture that ends up, you know, you know, forming between the clusters, you know, during that time. Oh, yeah. start to get into harvest season. So mm -hmm. um, we have very, you know, you, mm. it's what we call New Jersey weather. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's probably one of our biggest challenges. So we're eating like some dense, is this like an olive oil lemon cake? This is actually ooey gooey butter cake. You know, oh my gosh. The Midwest, the steakhouse fair. Mm. Yeah, with a little bit of lemon in it. It had the lemon. Well, is, lemon and really there's a, the is this like yeah. a caramel popcorn? What it would just. Salt, it's salted caramel corn. Salted yeah. caramel. Mm -hmm. So yeah. good. Really pairing nicely with your orange Malvasia. Um. We did have a question about the oak, remember? Oh yes, with the Pinot Noir. We were trying to figure out uh, with the 2015 Pinot Noir um, what your oak aging regimen was for that. Um, basically, um, the, the 2015 uh, Pinot Noir. Uh, basically, that was aged um, I'm trying to think of the timeline because I switched it from, I had it in concrete egg vessels because I'm a huge fan of, of aging and concrete and I've been doing that with all my varietals since 2015. Um, I have miniature egg vessels that look like, um, you know, uh, you ever seen the movie Alien? Alien? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yes, okay, so you remember when Gordon <laughs> Weaver finally finds the egg sacks and she finds, you know, all the, uh, all the eggs. Uh, the yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen it. What? Yeah. Oh. Girl. I've never seen Alien. You gotta get on that. And I love Sigourney Weaver. Like, it's so good. I love her in Cup. Well, I have two more questions left, but uh, before I ask them, uh, does anyone else here have any particular questions? We're here with Tracy Dempsey. You might follow her on Instagram. She has Tracy Dempsey Originals Bakery. And if you don't, you should now. And her husband, Chuck. Are we they agency? Oh, wow. Awesome. How are you guys doing? Good. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have a little wine store here in Arizona. It's oh. honestly one of my two top favorites. Uh, not only yes. in Phoenix, but state. In the state. Thanks. So just so you guys uh, know, like, um, I'm getting, I'm getting, like, an echo, like, when you're speaking. So um, Sorry. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, try, I, I'm, I'm just trying to answer like all your questions. I know we were on Oak and I haven't answered that question, but I just wanted to tell you about the concrete egg vessel. Oh, sorry. Because, um, that is probably one of the most extraordinary um, aging processes that I've tried so far. And it's amazing um, the overall mouth feel, the aromas, and just like, it, it's just amazing that the quality that you get in the end, aside from aging in Oak. Like I usually, have been finishing off, like you were saying, with my orange Malvesa. Um, basically, that was only aged probably maybe about 12 months in a barrel, and the rest of the time it was actually aged in concrete egg vessel. The orange? And most, and, and most of my wines I don't release them uh, year to year. Um, basically, uh, my new club member releases are going to be my Nebbiello and Montevalenciano, which are going to be 2015, and those have been aging two years in concrete egg vessel, and they've also uh, been aging 12 months in oak because I wanted to get a hair of oak on them. So those are, are just, these are going to hopefully 
go to uh, James Huckling. Hopefully, he does a wine uh, tasting um, in New Jersey because I know we just got scored 93 to 95 points here in New Jersey by James Huckling. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I think it was uh, it was about uh, it was sometime last year. I think we did it, and uh, we got rated pretty high as far as Pinot Noir, uh, reverse demeanor, um, and a lot of Vinifidaria type varietals, um, Pinot Grigio. So a lot of vineyards scored very high, and I wish I would have entered it, but I didn't hear about it. So I did put my entry in for the next time he does taste our wine. So. <laughs> yeah, I, the Pinot Noir was impressive to me because that, you know, I visited the East Coast a couple times knocking around uh, New York and Connecticut and Rhode Vermont Island. and Rhode Island. Um, I was not impressed with any of their Pinot Noirs, but I was impressed with yours. Uh-huh. It's the only Pinot Noir I've tasted from the East Coast that actually tastes like a Pinot, a Pinot Noir. Noir. It's so straightforward, like cherry cola. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, I, I'm good. I'm, I want to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Tracy like, had a question. I'm going to pass the phone over to her so she can. Hi there. Hey, I was just curious. What is your production size? What, I mean, how much of each of these have you produced? Uh, basically, um, I have two acres of each varietal. So basically, we're, we're producing probably around, like per acre, we're doing about two to three tons uh, per acre. Mm-hmm. Um so basically, roughly like around case-wise, um, I would say um, I would say I'm doing probably at least like maybe three. I'll say 350 to maybe uh, 400 cases. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. So is a lot of that just going right out to your wine club? Um, a lot of it is going out to the wine club, Good. and then um, and then a lot of it is going to. Um, vineyards around the world other vineyards that mm-hmm. i've worked with mm-hmm. is um, i don't know if you guys are familiar with me on instagram but uh mm-hmm. yeah yep maybe 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 i should tell you what i what i do for a living this will get this, this will get you <laughs> a, a better idea like about why i'm doing this yeah like I'm a drummer okay. so we know you're a drummer <laughs> yeah so basically, I went to school for, for music, and I got my master's. Um, I actually I actually graduated from Scottsdale High School. I actually no grew way. up in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, so I have a lot of I have a lot of background on the West Coast. All good things, mm-hmm. I promise you. All good mm-hmm. things. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, I'm going to give you the long story short because I want to make this a great podcast and I don't want to drag everything out. So um, basically after I graduated high school, I moved to the East Coast because I got accepted to a bunch of good colleges. So I got accepted for music at the college in New Jersey, Mm -hmm. which used to be Trenton State. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I got my master's uh, two years ago from Princeton University. Awesome. So so basically... um, uh, right now, as of my full-time jobs, I'm working for, I'm actually teaching at Princeton University mm-hmm. for two music schools there, and also for the university as well, working with drumline and working with uh, the band as well. Nice. Um, but while I was getting my degree for my bachelor's, I um, interned at NBC. So basically, I got a job interning for Saturday Night Live. So basically, that's what I do on the weekends seasonal. I actually work for Saturday Night Live. I do music production 
Um, I'm a music production manager, so I write music for like the live bands that play like on the show. So, um, yeah. so basically I do that and then I teach for Princeton and then basically I make wine in my spare time. Gotcha. But a lot of right basically, Super cool. So basically, you know, the whole wine making has been a great deal of pleasure mm-hmm. for me, so to speak. And, um, you know, in my spare time, um, I also announced this on Instagram. I actually am going to Pina Palooza. Um, in New in New Zealand, um, and I go and, and I go there every year, and I'm actually going to be showcasing my wine uh, like I do every year. Very uh, nice. So, That's nice. Very cool. Yeah. So they, so and, and also I do. Um, I'm, I'm booking my own wine dinner tours. They're called Logan Wine Dinner Series tours, mm-hmm. and I'm starting off in Seattle, going from Chicago. To Boston, and then I'm coming back here to do uh, some dinners in Nantucket, and then back to New Jersey. So I've been doing a lot of stuff in my spare time, and I knew, if, and I know if I if I I don't advertise anything I do. Like everything is just like on Instagram. Instagram. So if somebody happens to come like my way, find me. That's great, but like I don't advertise this mm-hmm. as like a business. So if you're fortunate enough to actually find me, then great. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. I'll send you some of my wine and you can enjoy. You know, the first couple of years when I first released my wines, I actually, you know, when I started shipping them out, just to get a little bit of, you know, to get to know my customers and my club members, mm-hmm. I shipped every, I paid for everything. I paid for shipping, wow. I paid for the wine and everything. Oh, yeah, so we had I was our doing like 150 cases two times a year. So, you know, I put a lot of money out. And it's nice because I'm seeing a lot of people that are recognizing, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm doing. And I just do this for for pleasure. You know, I'm not looking to turn this into a business, so to speak. So. Sounds like you have plenty uh, day jobs anyway, yeah, right? I know. <laughs> but look at this. I love this right here. Is this the fifth element on the bottom? Yes. That actually ties into my... Uh, multi-pass, multi-pass. My uh, second to last just, question that I was going to ask you. just hit me. Uh, what inspires your label designs? I mean, we all recognize the, the fifth element, the four elements there. And then I see your comment from Instagram is on the back of the bottle. <laughs> okay, so, so you did you did recognize the uh, the fifth element. Well, yes. we are all we're nerds. <laughs> we are all nerds here. We are all semi tool fans here and there, depending on the person. And then also, who doesn't love? Mila Jovovich as if she weren't the fucking fifth element. Yeah. Like, hello, she's Mila. She might be cooler than Maynard. Oh, 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 oh. oh Second God. controversial Maynard-related <laughs> comment in this podcast. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you could go into a little bit of the, the meaning behind your label designs, I think that'd be pretty cool. Okay. Um, well, basically... Um, I mean, there are very similar designs to this actual design out there, obviously. Um, but uh, basically, like, I did a lot of artwork. Like, you know, you know, basically, you know, way back in school, I had like, you know, um, pages of like doodles, basically just not paying attention in class and just drawing <laughs> and being in my own world. So, uh, falling asleep in class, so to speak. So, uh, but I had all this like artwork. Um, so basically, I kind of you know, revived it after all these years, because when I actually 
started, you know, when I had the idea of actually saying, you know, maybe I should make a couple of bottles of wine and see how I do, but I'm like, I need artwork, so, um, so I just basically revised some, some of my, some of my artwork from high school, and basically that's how it got on the bottle, so basically I just think of it as a triangle, I don't think of it anything special, but I just think of it as a triangle with a grape in the middle, um, and then basically the eyes and the grape that you always see, um, you know, whenever I'm on Instagram, <laughs> you know, you'll notice that when I comment, I don't really, I'm not fond of social media to begin with. I got Instagram probably maybe four, I think it's been like four or five years since I've been on Instagram. And before that, um, I, I actually never had Facebook and I didn't have any type of social media and even a cell phone. Like I actually, was in the dinosaur age, like literally I relied on email and I had a house phone where my friends would call me at home and you wouldn't be able to get a hold of me until like six o'clock at night or like I'm <laughs> on my couch. And then I left a, a nice Ferris Bueller like message, you know, the one he leaves, yes. like when yeah. Edward Rooney rings the doorbell, I left that same message for many years and my friends got so pissed off and they're like, why don't you get a goddamn cell phone? Get out of the dinosaur age. You know what? I'm like, you know what? I do great without social media. Like, my life is perfect. So, you know what? Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. Yeah. No. I used to have a friend like that. He said, if you care, you'll show up when the fuck you were supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, so yeah, so you guys can find that, you know, so, but like I said, I got Instagram, and it's, it's basically the only thing that I've actually gotten along with. Um, I really enjoy it. So, um, but basically, the eyes and the grape are kind of like my trademark. So, when it, whenever you're, you see me comment on somebody else's page, it'll either be like an eyes and a heart. It's always the eyes and the grapes. Or it'll be the eyes and the grapes, and that's all I'll say. And then you'll know that I love you. Aww. <laughs> so. Love it. So before I ask the last question, which is a question that I asked everybody else here earlier, oh, that yes. three of you have not answered. They oh. haven't answered. We, oh, he might need to think right. about this, or he okay. may be a... So I'll, I'll ask a question, and then he can think about it while the three of you answer. Um, but before I ask that, does anyone else have any other questions? Wait, wait, I did. Wait, it, we got the, did we get the new French-American... Oh, no, question? we didn't with the, the Vortex. So we were oh, confused yeah, vortex, yeah. Uh, on the grammar for the Vortex. Uh, where did I put the... I am holding it. Here. Okay. So, in terms of aging and process, when you say this, New World French Oak, what do you mean by that? Uh, New World French Oak? Yeah. When you say aged eight months of New World French Oak. Well, basically, I mean, basically, it's like, it's basically French Oak, but basically, there's like, um, how do you say, there's like a there's like a determination between like, you know, like, like, like regular oak and then you have like, you know, French oak and then you have like new world French oak. So basically the new world French oak, I believe, um, is, is, is kind of like a richer, um, you know, how you have like your lighter tones, your dark tones, your dark wood, oh, you know. For, so you're uh, referencing the toast character. Okay. Mm. Yeah, That's so what we were wondering. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, okay. so basically, yeah, that's, that's what new, that's what new world kind of, like, represents. Okay, like, we were like confused a, on that. Uh, so this okay. is the question that I asked before okay. everyone else, um, before everyone else, uh, before I called you. Three of them have not answered. I'll give you a minute to think about it. Uh, 
well, they answer if you don't have an answer at hand. So everyone knows the, the childhood game, Mary Kill Fuck. It's not a childhood game. Okay, the teenage game. <laughs> it's a server game. It's server like, game, childhood who game. Who are you going to kill in this restaurant today? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, who are you going to marry and who are you going to fuck? Um, so in terms of grapes, Mary no Kill Fuck, what's your list? <laughs> I know it's a weird question, but we're, we're a few it's lessons a in. It's a well, actually, I, I certainly apologize, but you um, you kind of echoed and broke up toward the middle. So can oh. you repeat everything you just said? <laughs> Sorry. Like, that's okay. So I, I, I know to do. Okay. So there's that classic server slash teenager game, Mary Kill Fuck, uh, where you know you sit in your restaurant and you're in your classroom. It's like, okay, who would I marry? Who would I kill? Who would I fuck? In great terms, who would you marry? Who would you kill? Who would you fuck? Example, Cody. So for my example, uh, I would marry Sagrantino. Uh, I would fuck Mulvacia. She'd be my bae. Uh, I would kill Concord because I'm not a huge fan of Concord. Uh, that would be my answer for that. That's a bummer because you haven't had my Concord that I actually. Oh! oh, oh, oh shit! Yeah. Now we have a new podcast. Coming, You're right. Folks. I have not. I would like to try it. Actually, he has my address. <laughs> uh, I'll message you on uh, on Instagram later for for shipping information on it because I would be very No, here's time. the thing. He's I'm like, always... change my mind. Yeah, change. I don't like Concord. Change my mind. Uh, that would be my my yep. meme for me. Yep, you got to make a new meme now. Yes, but anyway, um, if you don't have an answer right off the bat, I can force the other three people here to yes. answer first. No. Um, no, actually, no. I would, uh, I would like to go. Um, um I guess, uh, a three Mama Dre. Oh, sorry? Mama Dre. Okay. So that'd be your Mary? Um, yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, Luciano. Okay. Wait, is that and his girlfriend? So multiple Chiano would be your girlfriend? And the last one is a who I want to kill, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which grape would you, you know, get? I'm just I'm just a lover of, of all of all wine and like I just uh, I never really thought. I never really. You've thought never about been that. angered by a grape. And, and, and I would, and I would hate to say, I would hate to say there's the wrong <laughs> answer, especially being on a podcast. But there is no wrong no, answer. No wrong answer. Oh my god! You know, you said Pina Grigio. Pina Grigio. Oh my god! It's so good. It's most popular wine. But world. here's the thing: it's only your opinion. You know, other people are allowed to have a different opinion. Look, look. And, no here's mine. You ready, Sal? Can I call you Salvatore? Can I basically? Can I basically just? Um, and I basically just, uh, maybe what Maynard would say, uh, I'll just say, uh, yes. <laughs> that is a very That's Maynard very answer. Funny. Totally. Well, thank I you will very, very... I will say yes on that one. Um, yes. Well, uh, but, uh, is, is there, um, I mean, 
would you guys like to, I mean, I, I said line profiles. I don't know if you guys have them there, if you got to review them. But we I do. Have like, uh, I have some other information, I mean, I would like to share with you over the podcast. I mean, sure. If, um, we read it. We read the text sheets you sent. Okay. Um, and you said, did you guys have any more questions for me about any of the varietals? Did you guys do? Do you have the wine profiles? Of the we do. The what? What? Yeah. The oh, wine profiles. Do. We do. Yeah, we sang okay. some songs uh, because we don't have the rights to the music, you know. So we had to like sing. And um, we've been having way too much fun with this. Clearly. Yeah. I should, you know what? I actually currently have a small movie theater in my house, so I feel like extremely stupid for not creating like a movie clip night to go along with this tasting but we'll have to do it again i mean That'd we'll probably fun. need fresh bottles yeah <laughs> it's a new year the new year okay yeah because i was wondering if you guys had them because i i wanted to mention that i have you know movie pairings and i if you didn't mm -hmm. have them over there i was going to actually list them you know tell you the movies and i have netflix bonuses for you to to enjoy with your wine and then also the music on here was basically music i was listening to during mm -hmm. the whole process uh of you know during um you know the picking the fermentation and basically like the whole beginning set of the magic making process so hmm. we've got those and we actually uh some of them were even dramatically read by me <laughs> <laughs> no we love it it's great it's really fun yeah i, I love fun. the idea of uh, music and, and movie pairings actually totally. i think it's a fantastic idea and there's I wish actually more people a study on music affecting mm -hmm. what, what oh, yeah. I, 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 I think i and there was also you remember phil brown yeah, he did. Uh, like he's right here. <laughs> I'm um, but uh, he used to do a music, art, and wine pairing. Like he would take the wine, talk about the wine, pair it with a song, and then pair it with uh, an, an art piece. I love that. Mm -hmm. Which yeah. I think is uh, so a creative. phenomenal idea. Yeah, it is. It's great. It all comes together. Yeah, yeah that's, for yeah, sure. This was a lot of fun. Well, it thank you, fun. Sal, very, very much for joining hey, us tonight. Wait, time. so can we get Sal's quick opinion? Because this was the result of a little bit of a bottle trade. So what was your opinion on the Queen Bee Malvasia and the Queen Bee Mavedra that you drank? Are you still there? Oh, did we lose him? Yep, uh, oh. yep I'm still here. Okay. Um, oh, my God. The uh, Let me tell you something. The... Um, the the canned wines um, were were phenomenal. Um, the Pusifer Queen Bees were out of this world. Um, they were phenomenal. I mean, just for being in a can, because I've tasted a lot of wine in can, but nothing um, mm -hmm. nothing that I've tasted so far is as good as the uh, Pusifer Queen Bees. Uh, they were very aromatic and they had perfect like acidic um, and very nice on the palate. Um, they were just phenomenal. I, I really enjoyed them, and thank you so much for for sending them to me. I oh, really my appreciate pleasure. it. Thank you. I thank still you. disagree with heated shipping, but whatever. <laughs> hey, they, the wines turned out great. Hey, they are. Hey. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. Can't argue. Yeah. Well, they weren't yeah, affected by the heat. Time. Yeah, I promise next time I will definitely um, 
you know, I will work out the whole, I will make sure that I pay for everything up front, the shipping or whatnot. So I apologize for that. <laughs> no, no, it was just about temperature. That's all. <laughs> okay. We're a little so, crazy um, about our temperature in Arizona. I've noticed. So what's your, t- what's your time limit on podcast? Well, we've been recording now for about uh, an hour and 20. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this will be the longest episode. The limit is not a I will say. So we're a little sauce, but uh, well, we are going to uh, end it here shortly. Um, okay. Um, all right, because I wasn't sure if like, you wanted to hear anything else about my vineyards or whatnot and how the process... Uh, I mean, um, we just had our first night harvest, but basically the whole process is actually... Um, you know, build like building the actual grapes because that's probably the most interesting story. Right. And then also, and also the uh, we also have greenhouses on our property, so we basically grow our own produce year round. Oh, that's uh, cool. Like, uh, shocking. Yeah. Wait, that's amazing. I would like to know about the soil, um, because as a recent viticulture student, I learned a lot about sand, silt, clay, loamy sand, loaminess. I would love to hear about the soil content in Jersey because we have such a diverse, like, from okay. mountaintop to, like, mountain floor, it's just so different. So I'd love to know what the soil is like. Okay, well, I'm very happy you asked that question because it gives me, uh, it, it, it allows me to uh, make you guys sit there longer and drink longer. And <laughs> and story, so. We yeah. seem to love this and and this is very important. I think people should know this too, especially if anybody listens to this podcast in New Jersey um, after you know this is all said and done. Um, so basically, the, the the soil here consists of you know basically um, a lot of uh, clay. It's basically clay. It's a little bit muddy, um, and also just um, and then going down toward the shore, like Cape May, you get like more of like a sand um, toward the shore. It's not so so clay, but basically um, that's one of the challenges that I had here growing my varietals. So basically, where I grow on Northridge Mountain, like I explained, um, basically these varietals, like they basically my Nebbiolo and Montepulciano, especially that are on Northridge, they basically I had to alter the soil. So basically, I had to everything was hand constructed. You can't get machines up there, so everything was hand constructed. You have to get up there with a four wheeler, and if you have good hiking boots, that's the only way that you're going to get up there. But once you make it up there, you can overlook all of our entire county. It's the most beautiful sight you'll ever see. I mean, you guys have seen, you know, Arizona, Sedona. Mm-hmm. You guys had gorgeous views out there. So. Uh, so basically, I had to alter the soil for about two years in order to plant these grapes. So basically, I used uh, limestone and volcanic ash that I actually ordered from Hawaii. Oh, wow. So basically, like I said, you know, this was a thought process, and this was thinking outside of the box. So basically, what I did was is I was kind of playing God with the soil, so to speak. So... Basically, after a year, two years, I planted a few vines to see how they would do. I planted some rose bushes at the end of each row, because mm-hmm. as you know, in Australia, they plant rose bushes on the edge of each row to see if that soil in that row is going to do good. So basically, that's the one thing I, I learned in Australia, and it was a very interesting technique. So, um, but basically, I had to alter the soil, and it worked out great, because I did that for all my varietals, and then also... 
uh, because of the rain, like I was telling you, and the weather. Basically, the way we constructed the ridge up there, we had to do them in steps, like you see in France. Like literally, like terrace. Right, exactly. So, so basically, um, to control some of the weather, actually, I'm saying control the weather. You know, I'm not controlling Mother Nature, but um, through each row, when I first planted, I actually set these. We built these. Uh, it's like a miniature greenhouses, as as you would call them, over the vine. They were basically like canopies. And basically, we can climate control them. We can heat them up when we want to. If, if it rains, basically, the canopies are already over them. Uh, basically, and then the water through each row. We have these pools set up on the side that go in between each row. So everything was constructed by me wow. and me alone. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of help, but basically, after all said and done, this is basically what you're tasting over there. This is what I'm creating over here. This is my love. This is my passion. And, you know, this is basically something that I'm going to be doing for many, many years until I go to my grave. And your dad time. did it. Right? Well, I'm impressed. So I just wanted to get that out there and let you guys know that whole process. And basically how I was successful with all these varietals because you can't just plant these in New Jersey soil and leave them out in the open and expect them to survive. So basically, I had to nurture these babies from, you know, the ground up and basically guide them. And there was a lot of thought into it. There was a lot of maintenance work, obviously. It's not easy running a vineyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have great friends and I have wonderful family that has stuck behind me all these years. They've been calling me fucking nuts. Excuse me, I don't know what I'm to say. To fuck on the podcast, I'm informed but, reliably that uh, that's a universal of friends and yeah, family of winery people. Wait, when's your birthday, Sal? My birthday is June 14th. Oh, that's where you get all that energy from. Yes, yeah, so I am a Gemini. <laughs> Gemini's and just, get shit. And just out of curiosity, have you guys heard anything in the background? Because I apologize. Nope, I'm, I'm not watching, at all. I'm watching um, Pennywise. I'm actually watching it. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Horror. Because I just, no. I just saw the second one in the movie theater, and it was phenomenal. Oh, uh, you're in the theater? I don't wanna, I'm not going to no. spoil it for you guys. Oh, but if, you, if you get a chance, you got to go see it. I'm okay. hoping to. <laughs> no. But uh, on that note, Sal, I gotta let you go. Um, cause okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank really you. And uh, great wines. Wine. I was impressed. We loved them. We did. They're Thank great. You. Thank you, Sal. Thank you, Sal, very, very much. Thank you so much. And if you guys ever want to do a second podcast, I'll send you some more wine. Yeah. New releases. So just just let me know. And uh, and I would like to try that Concord of yours. Actually, (laughs) I'll be honest. Oh yeah, no, that's the next step. Absolutely, no problem. Thank you so much, and um, and best of luck to you guys in your Arizona wine country. You guys are doing a fantastic job out there. Keep it up. Well, thank you very very much. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good night, you guys. You too. Take care. Ciao, bello ragazzo. Awesome. Thank you. I 
actually took a really long time to ever like any wine from Arizona because when it first started I think mm-hmm. I was at Pita Jungle I was like working there for a short period and we actually had some Page Spring stuff in there mm-hmm. back like 2005 kind of stuff back and I was like what is this jam bomb garbage like what do people in Arizona think they're doing Right, mm-hmm. and then what years later is this? There's like become an elegance, and people mm-hmm. have learned from the mistakes, yada yada. I don't know, become more familiar. I'm totally loving Arizona wine at this point. Like, yeah, when I first moved up to Apollo, it was like, come on, you don't know right. shit okay. about <laughs> Arizona wine. Oh my gosh, oh! okay, now yeah. it's your guys's turn before we wrap up. Okay, I'm ready. To tell me your answer to the Mary Kill Fuck question. I've thought very carefully about my selection. Okay. And I feel confident in my choices. Okay. So I'm going to share. Um, kill would definitely be, I'm going to take your Zinfandel a step further and I'm going to say it's going to be a tie between white Zinfandel and Moscato. Because Ooh. let's just not even call them wine. Let's just not. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Kill Mary. Oh, Mary. Well, you know. I would definitely marry Grenache because I feel like he's big, he's bold, he's the man I want in my life, and he always takes care of me. Maybe it's just saying Napoleon? No, I said Grenache. Oh, Grenache. Yeah, Grenache. Okay. Love Grenache, but you know that And um, You're a lesbian. Fuck. It would have to be uh, Pickpool. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, she's a lot of fun. She's always a good time. Maybe you think mm-hmm. And she gets you into trouble, so. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy, yeah. That's what you have an answer? for me. I yeah. do, but mine is probably so... So excited right now. No, it's just probably so. Meh. Okay. Oh, there is no yeah answer. Right well, <laughs> but I have reasons. Okay. Kill table grapes. Yeah. Ooh, yes. That's thinking outside the box. Yes. Because my man says you can't make wine out of them. Why grow them? Yeah. Wasted land. Mm-hmm. Right? I actually will fight you and on that. And water too. I had when I was in Turkey. A rather fantastic white blend. Admittedly, it was a blend, but it was 50% Soltanaye. Soltanaye is the name that we give Thompson Seedless. And it was actually pretty darn I don't tasty. I think you win this fight. I'm not saying that I'd win, but I'm just saying that <laughs> if I had a bottle of that, maybe I could change your mind. I uh, would marry Chardonnay, which I thought I'd never say. I feel but, like I don't even know you right now. Okay, but here's why. Cause I love me some champagne. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And if I could have champagne every day, every day. Uh-huh. I would then probably have relations outside of that marriage with Pinot Noir. Mm. Oh. Oh. Which is also in a lot of champagnes. Exactly, but we can keep them separate because if I need a little extra spice in go. my life, we'll and if they cross the over, they won't they won't be bothered by that. That's true. I love that. Oh mm-hmm. my God. What's your final answer? Wine. I think think my uh, go-to would be Syrah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's the wine you would marry. Uh Mm -hmm. Fabulously food-friendly wine that that I think is way underrated. Um, My mistress, not to counter you, would be Grenache. Because I think she's a really supple, sweet young woman who shows terroir just Mm -hmm. as well as Pinot Noir. And Mm -hmm. in some ways is more interesting. I would kill Chardonnay. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> yes! Sorry. Kill it. Let it die. Well, there we have it. Let it die. I would okay. pair that with Feist. <laughs> See, I've never, 
I never thought I'd say anything positive mm-hmm. about Chardonnay because I am down on Chardonnay. But mm-hmm. I am. But I'll, I'll I have, take a Blanc de Noir. Oh yeah. No, okay. Yes. okay. I am. Right. I, I'll have both of them. I am totally <laughs> on Chuck's side right now with that, like the Schramsberg Blanc de Noir that, like, really just touches your soul. With now, I will say the very best sh- champagne I've ever had was a grower champagne that was 100% Pinot Meunier. Mm. Oh, oh, oh my god, go there, it was amazing. Right? <laughs> Hold on, I got a yeah. picture of it. My friend shared it, was, it when we were recording. With that Chardonnay information, I mean, I can tie into the sh- champagne situation, but but it's so weird like, when you think about it because I hate. I mean, I'm like, oh, ugh, Chardonnay. Yeah. Ugh, mm-hmm. ugh. But then People it's like, oh, but Chardonnay. Like I'm like, I feel like you hate my guts. Yeah. Like, do you hate? Me? Yeah. You're trying to hurt me. Okay, so we're just gonna give the Lily Bollinger because Reste, I, I only drink champagne. Fills. Wait, I We've only gosh. drink champagne when I'm happy and when I'm sad, and sometimes I drink it when I'm alone. When I have company, I consider it obligatory. I trifle with it if I am not hungry and drink it when I am. Otherwise, I never touch it. <laughs> I am thirsty. Mm-hmm. Favorite quote of all time. That's well, on that note, gang. Champagne quote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, you need wine in your glass. Oh, yeah. Well, but ask him which one he wants. Which one do you want? Because. Well, I want to go back to the vortex. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I went back to the vortex. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. You know what, Sal? We're really getting friendly. I have a glass in front of me of the Garnacha Rosa, the Orange Malvasia, and the Vortex right now. So. Digging on all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on I, that note. A little salute. Salute. Make salute. America great again. Make America <laughs> Cheers, great yes. again. Cheers. Cheers. This was an episode of the Make America Grape Again podcast, sponsored, produced, and recorded by Cody Burkett, the Arizona wine monk. You can reach us at makeamericagrapepodcast at gmail.com, on Instagram at, at theazwinemonk, or on Twitter at cvburkett. Be sure to also check out our website, makeamericagrapeagainpodcast.com.